0: help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself so grab a cup of coffee bottle of kombucha or a glass of wine and let's chat hey hey welcome back it's another episode of the fit and fulfilled podcast my name is kushpu and i'm your host on this podcast we chat about all things mindset manifestation and personal development and the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living how to build a life that not only looks good on paper but one that feels so freaking satisfying one that leaves you jumping out of bed with excitement for the day ahead and constantly leaves you leaves you filled with gratitude and just in a state of total awe thinking how is this my life and if you are new to the podcast welcome i'm so happy you are here and if you are a long-time listener thank you for tuning in regularly i put up new episodes twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday. So if you haven't already, please make sure to hit the subscribe button. And also before I get on with today's episode, if I could ask you for a favor, I would love and be so grateful if you could leave a review on the podcast platform you are listening to this episode on. It really helps with getting this podcast out to more people who could really benefit from the content I share. And it'll only take a few minutes, but I would be eternally grateful And once you do, come on to Instagram. Tell me you have my handle is at kushboo.kway, and I will send you a little summon summon as a token of my gratitude. But for today's episode, we are talking about time management, how to really start to manage your time in a way that helps you move to the next level and manifest your heart's desire. Most of our overwhelm stems from poor time management skills. That's really what it is. And if we aren't consciously managing our time and building these skills, we're actually energetically telling the universe, I'm not ready for my desire. We're operating from a place of scarcity and lack. Think about how much you, like, how many times a day do you say to yourself, I just don't have time or there's not enough time in the day. And here's the thing is the universe doesn't give us what we want. It gives us what we're ready for. And so if right now, our current circumstances are overwhelming us and we don't have time to even get through the what we have in front of us. We could want more, we could want to travel the world, have more work opportunities, be more social, but if those desires came into our lives, we would either feel more overwhelmed or we would self-sabotage these desires. And so the universe is just kind of chilling, waiting for you to make space in your life. And once you have that space, that's the exact moment that you will see your desires unfold. And today, as I record this episode, it is Sunday, April 2nd, and... Over the last couple of days, I've just been really reflecting on how the first quarter of 2023 has been, and it's just been the most amazing first quarter. I could be more grateful, so expansive. And I was just so amazed to think how expansive and how productive it's been, whether it's on a work front, social front, travel front, personal front, but it's also been my most energized quarter. And I've had so much white space in my calendar and it's just so counterintuitive and contradicts this belief in my head that I held onto for so long that unless you are working yourself to the bone and always busy, you're not going to be able to move forward. Whereas in actuality, the more white space I created, the more efficient I became and the more efficient I became. Not only did I raise my point of attraction because now was operating from a total place of abundance. I was feeling so good. My nervous system was so regulated, but I just saw desires that I've been wanting for so long just unfold with so much more ease and I create a new cycle for myself and life has just become so much more enjoyable. And this is why if you are struggling to manifest your desire, I mean, there's so many reasons why, but this is such an easy way. An area to look into is what are my time management skills like. I actually was on a call with a client on Friday, and I told her this exact thing, which I'm about to share with you. That if you are facing any kind of resistance in your life, create more space. that's, that's really what it boils down to. Because the more you can unapologetically manage your time, the more you'll see your life open up. Because remember, your life is just a mirror reflection of you. Your outer world is a reflection of your internal consciousness and if you want to see expansion being mirrored back to you you need to create that expansion within you need to create expansion in terms of your awareness the way you feel and the amount you're able to get done in your day and in order to do more in your day you got to become more efficient and so that's why for today's episode i want to share a few tips well actually quite a few tips because i made a list before getting on to record this podcast but i want to share a few tips that i personally use that has helped me become really efficient with my time and as a result create more expansion in my life, both internally and externally. And more importantly, just to feel really good because this is just manifestation one on one. You don't get what you want, you get what you're feeling. The energy you're putting out, your emotions are magnetic. And so, if you have this idea that when you get your desire, you're going to feel happy, calm, secure, relaxed, and at ease, well, living in a state of burnout and overwhelm is only going to repel the very thing you desire because. You're just not an energetic match. On the flip side, if you can navigate your current circumstances, the here and now from a place of calm, joy, peace, relaxation, feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling so supported, well now you're moving in that direction you're building momentum and you're becoming you're embodying the version of you who already has a desire so dun 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 it has no choice but to unfold this is how easy manifestation gets to be but again it's where am i investing my efforts so the first tip i want to share is google calendar google calendar is my bff and again this could be any kind of calendar use whether it's a written calendar or apple calendars or any kind of any kind of tool that helps you visually lay out your tasks and actually see what needs to get done. Because a lot of times we have so many different commitments and when they're just like ruminating in our minds, we magnify it and it feels a lot more daunting than it actually is to get done. But when we can see it in front of us, it's a lot more manageable because even though we might not be able to get to it right now, we know we can see it's there's a slot for it in our calendar and it will get done and for me I this is something which even like if I like if I can't do it right now and I'm going to do it next week I'll still put it in my calendar for that day because like I said even if I can't get to it today I've soothed that part of my mind that's getting frustrated and anxious because I can see that it, it will get done but also to add to that is When you can see how long a certain task is going to take, and I like to personally, I like to give a bit of extra room in case it takes a bit longer than expected. But it's once once that slot has been taken care of, you can see how you can navigate the rest of your day to fit in other activities. So let's say that I have a day where I'm coaching clients, I'm recording a podcast, I have some content I need to create and some other life admin. And then a friend messages me saying, hey, do you want to meet for a coffee? okay, I might not be able to meet for a coffee at 10 a.m., but I can see that between four to six, I have a free window. So rather than me just saying, no, I don't have time, I have a busy day. I'm like, no, I can't actually fit it in and I can see exactly where I can fit it in. And again, it's in doing so, I've been able to add one more thing on my plate without feeling like I'm compromising on other important tasks. The second tip that I want to share is create a to-do list, not when you wake up, create your to-do list the night before. This is, I either do it before bed or when I close my laptop for the day. And in addition to creating a to-do list, try and limit it. Because if your to-do list is pages long, when you wake up, you're going to already feel burnt out just looking at it. But really ask yourself, okay, what are the like three to five, max six most important things I need to get done? And those have to go on your to-do list. And the reason why I suggest making it the night before is because when you wake up the next day, you can just hit the ground running. But instead, when you're waking up, then you're thinking, what do I have to do today? You've already wasted time. And it's, again, it's prioritized. Re- do it the night before so that the next day, no time is wasted and you can just get on it with the day ahead. The third tip is get okay with saying no. This is Ties in with reprioritizing, and I remember years ago when I first got into personal development space, <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast episode, and there was one line that really stuck with me. And the podcast host said, "Treat your yeses like gold bars." I love that because how often and so freely do we give out our yeses, even to things we don't necessarily want to do, we have no time to, but that people pleaser in us feels so bad, feels so guilty. And so we just say, yes, we add so much to our plate. And then when the time comes, we wanna kick ourselves. But in addition to saying yes is so free to others, as a result, we say no to ourselves because I'm giving all my time trying to do things for other people, whereas I'm not able to actually do things that I wanna do. That's gonna help me shift the needle ahead in my life and for me to move forward. And energetically, what I'm communicating by me saying no to myself, if life is a mirror of me, then life is going to say no to me. So when I can say more yes to myself, which means no to other people and things I don't actually want to do without feeling guilt and shame, by me saying yes to myself, guess what? Life is going to mirror back to me. And also, as a result, I'm also doing be, being able to do so much more in my day, things that I actually want to do. The fourth tip is to chunk down your tasks. So, for example... Let's say that you are in school and you have to write an essay. There's no point in writing on your to-do list. Write your essay. Like, I write my essay. Because you're going to wake up and you're gonna be like, oh, my goodness. I just don't have it in me. What's going to happen is procrastination is going to get the best of you. The day's going to pass. You haven't even started your essay because it's like, okay, you just kept making excuse. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. It never happens. But instead, it's for that particular day, you can just write, okay, write introduction. Your are likelihood of actually writing the introduction is going to be so much higher and in doing so you're creating activation energy you're building momentum and that momentum is more than likely going to motivate you to write a few paragraphs extra you're going to get those creative juices flowing and before you know it you have probably even read like half the essay without even trying without having to force yourself but it's really about asking yourself how can i chunk it down to the bare minimum that actually gets me into a state of action Motivation does not create action. Action creates motivation. And so it's really about asking yourself, what do I need to do to get the ball rolling? The next step, sorry, the next tip I want to share is the importance of planning ahead. So, for example, let's say that you have a busy week coming up the next week. Really look at your schedule and say, okay, what are things that I have planned or I need to do that week that I can actually get done this week? Maybe like For me, for example, I know on weeks when I'm traveling, I will plan pre-planned content and record podcast episodes the weeks before that I can use while I'm away. So that way I'm away, but my work is still getting up, it's still getting posted, and I'm enjoying my life. And I'm not taking away from the present moment, thinking about all the things I need to do because I had my own back. And this is something I play with a lot is what can I do today that I actually have my back to my tomorrow self? what can i do today that's going to make the version of me next week next month make her life easier so even sometimes what i'll do like let's say that my workouts are on a monday just give you a random example monday tuesday thursday friday if i if i know that the week ahead is going to be super busy whether it's with meetings or other life stuff then maybe on a saturday or sunday I will do one of the workouts I had planned for the following week. So that way I'm still staying consistent with my workout schedule. I'm still showing up for my goals. But the next week when life is lifing, I can still get on with it. I'm not thinking, how am I going to fit in this workout? Because I already did it. But also just to add a caveat to that, make sure you're getting enough rest days in between your workouts and that you're nourishing your body if you do try this tip. Also, what helps for me a lot is waking up an hour earlier or in some cases it might just be even 30 minutes but personally I find that I'm so much more efficient in the morning and also it's before so I once my normal time like let's say I normally get up at 7 by me getting up at 6 30 by 7 o'clock or 7 30 the time I usually would be getting up I have already got a good chunk of my to-do list done I've already gotten a head start on my day and you might be telling yourself, I'm just not a morning person. Well, choose a new narrative. You can just change it to I'm learning how to be a morning person. And secondly is, if an hour, wake up an hour, hour is too early, is, is too much, wake up 15 minutes, 10 minutes, but start developing that habit. Even the smallest shift in terms of how you show up changes your point of attraction. It energetically sends out a different signal, but it's by you committing to the same patterns of behavior, same patterns of thoughts and feelings that you always have. Again, you're just going to recycle old experiences. You're going to recreate unwanted patterns because you haven't shifted. And so it's these tiny little shifts which add up to massive results. If you don't already, I would also suggest giving yourself permission to ask for support. As much as you can do it all, I commend you, You don't need to always do it all. Allow yourself to outsource, delegate. So many of us, and I know this was my case for a very long time, have so much shame and guilt for asking for support because it would mean that I'm not capable or I would tell myself, I'm just a control freak. What if someone messes it up? But if that is a narrative going through your head, the real question is, why do you have such trust issues? Because that trust, you can say, again, it's when I have trust issues and I'm not able to ask for support, when I'm not able to let go of control, It's, I'm living from a place of rigidity and whether it's with that particular task or my bigger desire, energetically, I'm communicating, I'm not open to being supported. And what do you think the universe is going to match that with? But instead in small ways, can I outsource? Can I ask for help? Can I be brave enough, have the courage to delegate and trust that it will get done? And it could be the smallest task so that you can build that trust muscle and over time outsourcing and asking for support in bigger areas will be a lot easier, is you're going to feel, so you're going to free up so much time and you're just going to send a completely different energy the universe saying that I'm open, willing, and ready to be supported. But again, it's when we're trying to do it all, no wonder your schedule is so packed. No wonder you don't have time to breathe or do the things that you actually want to do. And sometimes, you know what, it's, Just think like if you want to go for your nails, but it's like, no, I have to, I have like 10 things. I'll go for my nails tomorrow or whatever it is. The small things that actually bring you joy, but you're not doing because you don't have time. Free up time so that you can now add more sources of joy into your day. Be intentional about how you're showing up. Be intentional about giving yourself the space to add more sources of joy. And this is also why working on your relationship with yourself is so important because if you're feeling guilt or shame or not good enough by asking for support, there's a deeper issue going on here. And that's why shifting your relationship with yourself, creating that sense of unconditional wholeness will make it so much easier to ask for support. And also when you're not able to even delegate because you are fearing that it won't get done or you don't like to give up control. That is a symptom of a dysregulated nervous system that you need to make sure that you are working on. If you have your own business, this next tip is going to be hugely relevant. And it's realizing that sometimes this idea of work-life balance is BS. (laughs) I'm just going to say and hear me out. It's important to have boundaries in terms of your work and your life. But at the same time, be flexible and realize that it's not necessary that your work-life balance has to be the same each week or each day. And I think what happens is that, especially now, this idea of work-life balance is becoming more and more mainstream, which the premise of it is important, that you should give yourself time to breathe and disconnect from work. And I am a huge believer of disconnecting from work. But at the same time, it's not that every day comes six o'clock, you're going to turn off your laptop or you're not going to work weekends. But instead it's, I'm going to give myself time to myself, but each week it's going to look very different. So there are going to be weeks where I work on a weekend, but then on Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to take the day off or whatever it is. But because of this idea of work-life balance, when we have to work on a weekend or when we are, need to get things done, rather than do them on the weekend, we tell ourselves if we'll do it during the week because I got to maintain this work-life balance. We start to judge ourselves. And then when the week kicks in things that we could have gone done on the week weekend. That's what overwhelms us. And so rather than hold on to this idea of a work-life balance, and then, like I said, judge yourself for not having those boundaries, start to embrace this idea of a work-life integration. Because if you have your own business, you probably love what you do. I know I absolutely adore what I do. It gives me so much life and enjoyment and satisfaction. And that's why, honestly, that's why sometimes it's hard to disconnect. And so with the work-life integration, it's realizing that your work and life can go hand in hand and you can integrate them in that they're going to be weeks, like I said, where maybe you are working on a weekend, but then take the perks of having your own business and be flexible during the week and take that time off for yourself. Today's a great example is that it is a Sunday, yet my upcoming week is so busy Yeah, I have work meetings as well, but I also have social things I want to do. I'm in Bombay right now. I have friends I want to see, I have family coming to town, I have my own appointments. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm anyways up on a Sunday morning, it's 9 a.m. I know I want to record this podcast episode. Let me record it today because tomorrow being Monday, I'm out of the house from like 8 a.m. And that way, when tomorrow kicks in, I'm not feeling guilty. I'm not feeling like I have to rush home to get this done because I've already done it. The next tip I wanna share is really ask yourself, if I don't do this specific task today, is it really gonna be catastrophic? This constant sense of urgency, and I need to get it done right now, and I say it because that was my story for a very, very long time, that if a task came up, I had to get to it right now. If an email popped into my inbox, I had to reply to it right now. If I got a WhatsApp message, I could not leave it on unread. And I could continue holding on to the story, which I held on for a very long time. I'm just OCD. No, I just had a really dysregulated nervous system. And that was a symptom. That sense of constant urgency was a symptom of a dysregulated nervous system that was operated from a place of survival. But instead, it's Like I said, really asking yourself, if I do it tomorrow, if I put it off, not procrastinating, there's a whole different um, intention behind both is very different. But if I don't get to it today, because I'm focusing my energy on other more important matters, what is the actual effect going to happen? And most of the time, nothing is so urgent. And if it is, of course, right away, right away, deal with it as necessary. And... These are my, I'm going to how many tips I shared. I shared a lot of tips. I'm not going to go back and count how many I've shared, but these are my tips that to help me manage my time. Obviously, there's so many, and I'm happy to do another part two episode if this episode, these tips helped. So let me know. Like I said, I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbouda.kayway. But the key takeaway I want you to leave this podcast episode with is, how can I now be more intentional about how I'm showing up for my life, how I'm managing my time, and more importantly, how... I'm communicating with the universe. I'm actually ready for the kind of expansion that I desire. And so, if you enjoy this episode, please come and tell me. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate it if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message